Hey, what's up? It's Peter Rosenberg, uh, ESPN, WWE, Hot 97, all that stuff. I'm live from New York City right now. I'm hanging with Bear the Dog, and you're not listening to the worst podcast, but at the same time, it's not the best podcast. No, no, literally, you're listening to not the best podcast, all right? Talking about real-life issues, real-life things, real talk, real people, all right? Not the best podcast. I'm Peter Rosenberg. Peace. Welcome to the podcast. It's not the best podcast, but the expectations in the name. So you can't say we didn't warn you. Alongside Naldo, alongside Reg, it's me, Jamal Ali. <laughs> That's actually pretty fire, y'all. Prevailed. But now your whole, uh, now your whole, that was like a compromise. Kind of. No, not really. I, I really like it, but. I, I, I don't like it. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, Even was, my whole government is going to be out here trying to steal my identity and shit. That's what I was about to say. You can't have a whole, can't have a whole government out. Like, you know that's what I mean? true. Yeah. I told you but, to stick with where you was. I think we both did, right, though? Like, we told him to stick with what he, 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 he usually does. I am. Do what you want, bro. Whatever your heart know, tells you man. to do that day, just do it, yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Amen. Well, I thought we was looking for consistency. I mean, we got black, we got black vice president, yo. I can do what I want. Yo, son, Biden's back, baby. That's the nickname we giving him, Biden. Biden. His middle name is actually Reg. <laughs> no, Reg- <laughs> his middle name is no. Reginald. His middle name is actually Robinette. It's Reginald. No, it's Robinette. R O B I N E T T E. Robinette. Joe Biden's middle name is Robinette. Robinette. <laughs> Joseph. Robinette Biden. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, so Joe Biden's middle name is not it, Reggie? It's not Reggie. It's not, it's it's not Reggie at all. It's Robinette. Robinette. It's Robinette. What type of shit is that? I mean, Robinette. Robin, it's like, it's like Benet. Like, I mean, Benet. It was Robinet. Yeah. Yeah, Ro- essentially. It's Robinet. 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 Yeah. Robinet. Joe. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's dope, though. It's I think I think it's fire. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how, like uh, fancy paper plates. Yeah. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Facts. Facts. But that's that's our president, son. Yeah. I mean, for sure. But before we get to that, what are we gonna talk about, dude? Um, not the best moments of the week. Mm. Mm. No, do you want to start us off? So this weekend, I went to a I went to a wedding. One of our friends got married. Very small ceremony in the backyard. Before, when you RSVP to the wedding, you were able to choose if you you know were comfortable sitting like in a group with family and friends, or if you wanted to have like your own seats. Uh, we obviously opt- opted for our own seats. So yeah, we 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 had our own little dinette <laughs> um, table by ourselves. Come to find out, the wedding planner got tested positive for COVID. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, we so that's not the best news for the week <laughs> it was a fun wedding though <laughs> it was a fun wedding it was a fun wedding it's totally worth the Good next times. 14 days it's totally worth Good the next times. 14 we'll wait totally so, just gotta isolate myself just gotta isolate you know yeah after a good time you know, who doesn't have a hangover I, for 14 i wasn't days. in the area with with the wedding planner i wasn't in the wedding we secluded. I saw her walk around a couple times. 
but she ain't touch everything in the place putting the shit together. She was, um, she was walking around planning. <laughs> the wedding, probably <laughs> that you were at, <laughs> probably. But is it still is it still like spread through contact to, through like surface contact and stuff? COVID? I mean, CDC's I, I back so. and forth, so we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't, don't really know. We don't. We don't really know. If I feel some right. symptoms, I'll, I'll go get tested. Then um, for now, I feel great. I feel lively. And, uh, you feel asymptomatic, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. 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 <laughs> That could be one thing. They heard this day. Trump said he's pretty much uh, cured or or <laughs> immune. So maybe you on that you on that same wave, son. Might be. Yeah. Did you hear about how they had that? Uh, they had that news conference. It was supposed to be at the Four Seasons Hotel, but they ended up at the Four Seasons Construction. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they just posted up bad sides of the garage. <laughs> was that actually like a mistake? That was, I think so. Like, crazy. That's unacceptable. Yo. But then that goes that to be like, that's, this is this is why, this is why you guys are where you are. Right. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So speaking of um, reasons why you should go to the doctor, uh, I went to go see mine <laughs> uh, today. Actually, try to be like Deuce, a little bit more proactive. Like you know what I'm saying. After our little last discussion, I'm like, yo, man, let me, let me go check in. Like you feel what I'm saying? Go get a tune up. We'll get a tune-up, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't hear nothing clinking and clunking. You know what I mean, my tire is not flat. I feel good. Like it's you know, a diagnosis. A diagnosis. It's a diagnostic test. check, right? And it, that's exactly what it was, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I got, I got, I got to get some things changed. <laughs> I had to get the oil you, changed. And, uh, tires rotated. You know what I'm saying? Tires belt. rotated. You know what I'm saying? Top belt and uh, uh, air filter. <laughs> air filter. <laughs> Spark plugs. Yo, when he came back in the room, he had half a bogey put out in his lip. He's like, "Yo, you need an alternator. You need, <laughs> you need a new alternator." You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, so that's that was not the best news today. That I got some things that I got to work on. You know what I mean? But. Honest to God, it could have been way worse. Like you know what I'm saying, mm. I'm, I'm 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 better than I was before. I kind of expected to be a lot better now, but yeah, man, got some things that I gotta do for self, man. That I gotta yeah. get in check. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I went for a walk today for the first time uh, in a good while. Mind you, I used to you know do it every day, mm-hmm. and I think that just been so overwhelmed at work that I haven't been able to get out and, and do that. So I got one in today, almost two miles mm-hmm. uh, on my lunch break. So that was pretty cool. Trying to get back on that and do that more often. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'm trying to, son, like I really, I'm on the fence about the whole gym thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go so bad, but I'm like, is it worth it right now, fam? Like, you know what I mean? Like, h- how is it running? Because you, you got some people that are like, yo, man, I'm good. Like, you know, you go at this time, you straight. And you got some people that got straight horror stories. Like, you know, the trainers mm-hmm. walk around with no mask on, coughing in people's face. Like, so. But, I mean, what do you look for in the gym when you go? What do you, what, like, what equipment are you looking for? Um, Nothing that I was looking for, i say, like, eight, ten years ago. Like, you okay. know, I'm not trying to, like, you know, uh. Uh, uh, rack the squat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, bend the bar or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to do none of that mess. Like, I'm just, just trying. Like, how how we say, just try to stay alive for a few, for a few more. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure, I mean? for sure. Just, Prolong this. You know what I mean? Because you know, you go in at your hundred thousand mile check in. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to, just trying to beat the check engine light. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's just get out. I mean, if if you don't do anything else, just get out and just walk, man. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, walk, yeah. For sure. But you know, this ain't this ain't yeah. Florida. Like it, yeah. it's coming. Winter's uh, coming. 
Winter's coming. Winter coming. Then you but get the you brisk know, walk the, on. You know, you get the, you get the, <laughs> yeah, the, the brisk walk, walk where you might not come back. Where I moved <laughs> to the now. Salsa walk. You know yeah. yeah, the salsa walk. Yeah. It's, it's cold around these parts, bro. But, like, you know, you got to get in where you fit in. You know, I got these dumbbells yeah. coming in and all this and that. Like, so, so I already yeah. got the bands and the other shit. So, like, you know, it just got to make it do where you can make it do. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm on a mission now, man. That kind of, that, that little visit kind of scared me a little bit. So, hmm. let's, uh, let's, let's, let's bust a move, man. That's cool, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm glad I went when I did, though. Like, you feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, my doctor is real cool with me. So he comes in, right? And he goes, he goes, yo, when I saw your name on the list, I got so happy, son. So, <laughs> like, we sit there, we chopping it up. Like, he's taking my blood pressure. Like, you know what I'm saying? We laughing. Like, oh, what's been going on with him? You know, him being a doctor around this time is crazy. He's like, yeah, all the pleasantries out the door. And then he, he sits down. And then, you know, when you put the stethoscope around your neck. <laughs> it's time for business. He's like, Reg, man, we gotta, we got some things we need to talk about. I was just like, yo, we just talked. <laughs> He's like, no. what we been talking about, fool. Say, yeah. Right, 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 right. Like, nah, 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 nah. In all seriousness, when you start like that, man, like, <laughs> God damn, dog. <laughs> I'm no longer like, your friend. This is your doctor speaking. <laughs> yeah, he went. He went from Lewis to Doctor Espina real quick. Right, real quick. But nah, man, like. uh Real talk, my biggest advice to anybody, man, find a doctor that you trust, bro. Mm-hmm. That's real, man. Find a doctor that you mess with. Because I know a lot of people that have, you know, um, PCPs that they hate. And, you know, you got to have a good relationship with your with your doctors, bro. Um, yeah. A, a good trusting relationship with that, man. Because if you don't, man, then it, it could be about the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you, not about you. So. Yeah, mine is great. Both me and Jessica go to him. Yeah. So. I actually have a bias with male doctors, um, against mm-hmm. male doctors. I actually think, for some reason, I think women just care a little bit more and mm-hmm. a little bit more attentive. So you I know only what? choose There's women doctors. There's a psychology behind that, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to, um, for instance, women, like, from what I understand, they prefer um, male gynecologists. Reason being is because they are more delicate with them because they don't have the same parts like you know what I mean Makes whereas sense. if it's a woman doctor it's just like I got one too ah like, yeah, I mean, you're not as fragile as you think you are <laughs> right you're not as fragile as you could be where a, a male doctor like, oh, you know you gotta be quicker than that like, you gotta be little, I don't know what this feels like <laughs> right, right right I don't know what it you feels let like. me know tell me tell me tell me <laughs> Well, I can see where as a, as a male, like you having a female doctor should be a little bit more gentle especially when you turn 40 for yeah. the you know for the test. Mm. Mm. Did you guys have you ever had one of those before? No, I've had. I'm not forty. What you did already? Yeah. yeah. A what? Um. A what? I missed like it. A, um. You know, like a little prostate exam. Prostate exam. Oh, okay, okay. Little, Why you do that with little, your hands? What you said, a little prostate exam. <laughs> a little, little prostate exam. Because like, that's how they go in with these little with the quotations. Yeah, no, they go in there with this index finger, prostate. and uh, you know, <laughs> and they, they, they tickle your prostate. Yo, crazy! It's it's it's, it's uncomfortable. I, uh, obviously, duh. yeah. I um I, I had going a couple years ago, you know, because I had some bleeding going on, uh, and it turned out to just be like a tear, I guess, from not having enough fiber in my diet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So this but, podcast uh, is getting older, older every episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah. They actually, dude, actually hit me with a scope. Uh, oh, yeah, man. You know, you had to 
wash everything out. Came in with the scope. And uh, no, that was definitely not a uh, fun time. Yo, yeah, son, a quick story uh, about like that, it, right? It, does, it definitely doesn't. Um, <laughs> the, your doctor prepped you, let you know that what was about to happen, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Because I had an uncle um, back in the day when he was about to get his test done. He, you know, Haitian, like, you know. He, that's why I started laughing off the... That's why I started laughing. <laughs> He's like, we about to do your prostate exam. He was probably like, ah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> He proceeds to like start doing the process. <laughs> My uncle almost fights the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, made the biggest commotion, son. My man almost left without his clothes. Like he was like very, very mm. upset, son. But like I said before, man, you gotta make sure you got yourself a doctor that you trust and that you have open lines of communication with, yeah, and I mean, hopefully built, speak the same language. You but. built that rapport with. Right. I mean, that, I mean, you know, this was a specialist, so we definitely didn't have a rapport. Oh, this is the first. Time. This was a, it was a one day stand. Yeah, I mean, it was a two day stand because you go in for the the, the, oh. the the consultation, and then so, like you know, you tell he gives you the little paper like this is what you gotta do. So he prepped you. <laughs> That's probably the weirdest part though is like prepping yourself for it because you got to use like this thing that looks like like a douche. Mm. <laughs> I just spit. <laughs> Hey, yo, this, this is so crazy, yo. This, the, the psychology behind it, right? It's like, yo, come on, come over here. I'm gonna tell you how to prep yourself so I can violate you tomorrow. All right? Yo, now this go home not... and go wash out. Damn. Okay. Yeah. This this was not the direction this of the podcast. This was not it. This was not it. This was not the well, intention direction. Let's just flow with it. Let's roll with it, right? Let's roll with it, right? I mean, listen. Don't look like you're about to roll me. I'm just, I'm just trying to get through this. <laughs> I'm a very visual person. <laughs> As you're talking, I'm just like, oh no, I would never. Yeah, Usually, so people like, that even listen to podcasts are very visual people, so it's like <laughs> when they hear this story. So Yo, but we're we're wrong. adults, though, right? I mean, this is we important grown. shit. We grown. Yeah, this is important shit, we man. Grown. This is this is vital information for your everyday life, right? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they they hit you with this uh, mineral oil. Uh, <laughs> scented or unscented? Oil. I don't think it's scented, bro. They could have did the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Um, the eucalyptus lavender could have relaxed a little bit. Yeah, so, you know. Did he you, tell you, you to got, put it on slowly? Nah, but the thing is, is like, you got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, guys, we got to get through this. I want to hear I know, it. we got to get through this, bro. All right, so. <clears throat> You you gotta um you know you gotta you gotta put it in there, but it's like the weird thing is like what position do you do that so you could do that, you know what I'm saying? And this is your first time, so you don't even know like how right. you're gonna figure that out, right? You're gonna have to right. it's gonna be trial. So 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 <laughs> like you you literally do all types of weird kabasutra <laughs> <laughs> to yourself, trying to figure out how to get this thing in your butt. Oh, <laughs> oh. can we say that on this? <laughs> uh, yeah. But so then you gotta like squeeze it out, like you know, <laughs> into your skin. Yeah. This is definitely the OnlyFans episode. Episode this one. Is the definitely only OnlyFans. Fans. <laughs> this is definitely it. This is definitely it. This is definitely uh, it. Uh, but yeah, man. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, you just gotta make sure that everything in there comes out. Um, you know, so that when they go in with the scope, you know, there's nothing in there, hmm. nothing obstructing the view. So when you went back, did the doctor go like, "Did you do everything I asked"? Yeah. Yeah. 
Did he tell you? Mm-hmm. Did he like actually be like, you know what? I inspected and you actually did a good job. <laughs> nah, he say all that. But uh, when he but asked yeah, you, when he asked you, like, yo, did you do? Did you did you do what I asked? You say yeah. He was like, let me see. <laughs> Can I say something? This is why. No. This is why. This is why we we're not comfortable talking about this stuff because we make it, jokes about it. This is a fact, though. <laughs> this is a fact. But this like the locker room, right? Like it happened to somebody, and your homeboy's gonna tell you. Like it, is, it does. Like, this yeah, is crazy. But now, but, now, but, now, but now we're talking to eight hundred people. On <laughs> <laughs> Salute to all eight hundred that like you, you know that stuck with uh, us this long. You know, it's, it's valuable information because you know from there you can you can take and do what you want with it. Literally, um, it's, it's something I guess we all probably have to go through, right? Man, oh no, it's the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I did that when I was like twenty eight. So oh, we're not even talking about like recently. Damn. Did you guys see the um the Chappelle thing on SNL this week? Yes, bro. I did. I did. Yes, yeah. I did. It was kind of yes. cringeworthy, man. At some point, it was cringeworthy. It was cringeworthy. <laughs> I, I the loved time, it but though. It was great. Mine, it was genius. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, it was genius. Definitely genius. Yo, this guy, um, man, he speaks some real fact. And if you don't understand his approach, you can be offended. Yeah, oh, for sure. He's brilliant, for son. sure. Like, yeah. that was one of the things that me and my doctor was talking about before he told me my, you know, to get my life together was the fact that, like, yo, he's the only guy that can make you laugh so hard, right? And in a split second, have you being on some, oh, shit, you right. Like, this is real. Like, like, that applies I mean, to like, me, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of... It's wild. Crazy, son. A lot of like, truth. He, I mean, amazing. So much. Another thing that's cringeworthy is him smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Like, why does he... Inside. Why does he, like... Bro. Why... First of all, why does he smoke cigarettes inside? And then secondly, why yeah. does he look like he doesn't know how to smoke a cigarette? <laughs> he took, like, two poles and just lets it burn out. It, like... Man, his poles are just, like... <laughs> he probably don't got no lung lungs left. It's like he drinking hot soup. Yeah. <laughs> I, to be honest, I feel like I feel like he only acts to smoke a cigarette just to like just you know as like a perpetuate this like right. yeah, yeah yeah like I can do this. Keenan <laughs> like, Thompson mm-hmm. said that shit. He was on Jimmy Fallon's show. Jimmy Fallon was like, "Yo, so like, was he smoking the entire time?" <laughs> Keenan was like, "Yes, like." Bro, it was almost like he was doing it on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. you, you don't need to spark right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was doing it on purpose. Like, that might just, just be his it. thing, man. Just because. Man, yeah, I mean, I've seen him live, uh, and he smoked the whole time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, Two each his own. Either way, it was a brilliant performance, bro. Yeah, for sure. Brilliant yeah. performance. I think it yeah. touched a lot of them, the things that I think I was saying last week. He says it a lot more eloquently, though, in his own mm-hmm. way. Like the, but you know what though Saturday Night Live over the last couple of weeks like they've had Chris Rock Bill Burr and then Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. I think all three have really used that opportunity in that monologue mm-hmm. to really speak to what's happening in the country mm-hmm. and every week I mean not so much with Chris Rock but the Bill Burr and obviously the Dave Chappelle situation um, I think were super super controversial and cringeworthy and just made you kind of you know if, if you don't have uh, a good sense of humor mm-hmm. or you just uppity affluent super sensitive uh yeah then you know you're, you're definitely not gonna rock with it but i i, I do think that both both of those monologues were genius mm-hmm. 
I, I didn't see it. I'm gonna watch it. I didn't, <coughs> also, mm-hmm. the Bill Burr one. I didn't see that one either. Oh, you gotta watch the Bill Burr one. The Bill Burr one was so funny. Yeah, I missed <laughs> that one was, too. It was funny. It, was, it like a lot of people were offended by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to really go into it because I'm not gonna do it justice. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, man. But it was strategically pl- placed for I think mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle for this week in particular, bro. Mm-hmm. With the election and everything, and like. <clears throat> how recently he's been a little bit more vocal when it comes to like social injustice and you know having shows pretty much dedicated to him like I think when it came down to the election and it was just like the timing as far as the day that he that the election ended and mm-hmm. him going on for SNL was probably crazy because they had to switch and do all kinds of other things or whatever what have mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. but to have Dave Chappelle on that day I think that was that was powerful to me Oh, yeah. uh, That was all premeditated and thought out, obviously. I mean, they knew that everybody was going to be tuned in regardless of, you know, when the election, you know, was called. And that it was probably going to be a highly rated show and they were going to mimic whatever was happening throughout the week. And it just so happened that it ended on that night. I mean, Saturday itself was just like a, it was just like a day. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a day you'll never forget because, I mean, I don't know how it was in Florida, but it was just a beautiful day here. It was like in the mid seventies. Yep. The sun was out. Yep. Like it just felt amazing. Like and representative of Florida, we just had a tropical storm this weekend. <laughs> so Saturday it was windy and raining and flooding. Switch. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. Um, but yeah, man. You know, me and Jessica have been watching CNN nonstop. Yes, since Tuesday. Like we, too. that's just been on, and I'm like, you know, there's this points and times where I just was like, yo, can we just watch something else, please? Because, granted, and I'm a political, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, yo, nothing's gonna happen um, until when we finally got to Friday, and you know, even early on, uh, before we even did the last episode, I, I told Jessica, I'm like, you know, I think Pennsylvania is gonna be uh, big, you know, in, in, in the election. And, you know, when it seemed like Trump had won by the end of the evening on Tuesday, like, all of that was out the window. But then, like, Pennsylvania and Philly came creeping back, you know? So, again, sorry to all the Philadelphia people who were offended by this episode. (laughs) Y'all came through. (laughs) uh, Definitely. Fly, Eagles, fly. I have a a question, and... um, just before we get into it, do some ask you off the record. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask if like, because I saw an article there was like, um, is the Republican Party like dead? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I know you voted Republican before. Do you see yourself mm-hmm. going back and voting Republican again um, after <coughs> this election? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I think that what deters me from the Republican Party at this point is that um, they are so dependent on the support of the far right and the support of white supremacists that they are unable as a party, um, and particularly the faces of the party, to openly denounce white supremacy. And I think that when people vote Republican, and I think that this is the reason a lot of people voted for Donald Trump, even though they may not be fans of Donald Trump, which I don't think is a pass. But when you're voting, you're not necessarily voting for the candidate. You're voting for a basket of 
ideals. And these are ideals that uh, fit, you know, your views and principles and, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I get it when, but people still vote Republican, even though they know Donald Trump is a piece of shit. At the same time, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to support a party that can not put aside their own interests um, when it comes to openly denouncing something like white supremacy that affects so many people, you know, in the, in the country. So uh, I, I don't think I could uh, unless there was, you know, a complete overhaul of the entire party. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I hope it, you know, it does. It is the end of it. You know, I think it, it would mm -hmm. be the beginning, you know, maybe for like a multi-party, more than two-party you know, um, election system or mm -hmm. political system, which I think would be cool. I mean, I think I think it's the the future of, of politics in America is going to be interesting. Here's the thing with that, though, and it's that <coughs> when you talk about a multi-party system or even a third party, right? There's such a there's a spectrum there, right? Of, of, of people and their their principles and their beliefs and all that thing, mm -hmm. you know. It's not like a third party would have an entire different set of beliefs, yeah. right? So you're taking away from the believers of one of the existing parties and weakening that party's and their support. But it essentially, isn't that with Democrats and Republicans? I mean, because that's a spectrum as well, you know? Like, mm. I mean, yes, absolutely, time. absolutely. Particularly on the Democratic mm -hmm. side. It's only now, it's um, only to now where it's been so polarized and, um, mm -hmm. you know, like. Yeah. Just polarized, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you look at the Democratic Party now, the, the Democratic Party is, is the perfect example of that. And that's exactly what I mean, because when you look at a Joe Biden who's, you know, very moderate, and you look at, like, a Bernie Sanders and an AOC and those people who, who are making a reputation for themselves as socialists or communists or whatever you want to call them, um, you know, they're not going to agree on very many things, right? Because, you know, their views are completely different, you know, and then people start talking about defunding the police and Medicare for all yeah. and all these things, right? <clears throat> I, I think that we're probably closer to having a multiple party system now than we probably have ever been. Mm -hmm. And just because that there's so, so many varying uh, opinions across a, specifically the Democratic Party mm -hmm. um, and and, and that's exactly what I mean when I say that you're, you'd be fracturing something like the Democratic Party by forming a third because, you know, you see how difficult it was or how close the race was now. Imagine taking away 20 or 30 percent of those votes, 40 percent of those votes mm -hmm. for some to, to create a more um, progressive liberal party or even vice versa. Or a more radical. Uh, yeah. That's what I was saying, or vice versa, creating more, I mean, like even when they started trying to do the whole Tea Party thing, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, which was relatively successful, but I, I think that a lot of those people just really understood that, you know, they wouldn't be able to be successful unless they really poured their effort back into the Republican Party, which mm -hmm. I think is what we're seeing uh, now, and one of the reasons why it's so difficult for, um, you know, even moderate Republicans uh, to really look at the super conservatives and you know the the, the far right and and and, and not um, and not be able to to say hey we disagree with these people because they're so dependent on our support. It's it's, it's funny that you say that because I, I read an article not too long ago about AOC and her uh, kind of her frustration when it comes to her own party 
mm-hmm. with her wanting to be more progressive, but there are certain people in her party that are more conservative, right? Mm-hmm. And the same goes with uh, Republicans because, like, you know, I, I found when it, when it came to this election, you know, there were a lot of Republicans that jumped ship and voted the Democratic side. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if, if it's, I agree with you, Deuce, like, if you start, you know, pulling... And having a, a, a multi-party system in some essence, in some cases, it could be. I could see how it it, it could it could flow, Naldo. But you know, I I see it doing more damage than good because of the, the separation and, and like we we are here. We're depending on the government to make things happen for us. When we can kind of all be empowered to make that impact or that change that mm-hmm. we want to see in our communities, you know, because. Like I, you know, like I always say, I don't think the government has made any impact or change in my community since I was little, or my communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, literally, it's been 35 years, and I don't think anything's changed status quo for you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. black people. Um, so I think, you know, if if you're someone who's not who doesn't agree with with the elections or the political the political system, I do hope that you are finding some way to get involved and yeah. create that change exactly. and make that change that you're wanting to mm-hmm. see. You know what I mean? Because um, to just put it all in the election system and think that's what's going to get it done, it's not going to get it done. Because no one really has your actual, all your values and, and ideals at hand. You know, that's not that's not what their priority is. It's it's especially it, at this level, especially on the presidential level. Like, yeah. But not only, but not only that, dude. Like, nothing is going to happen unless you vote. Right. Right. The thing is, is like. People say, oh, I don't vote because, or I don't want to vote. But the thing is, the, the main reason why you should vote is because they know when you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means that when you live in the hood and everyone in that neighborhood does not vote, mm-hmm. they're not going to pay attention to you. Right. Like, they're not right. going to come and right. ask for your support. Right. They're not going to come and make your neighborhood a priority. Right. Because you guys haven't gone out and voted. So you don't mean anything to them because your vote means everything to them. Right. And if you're not exercising that vote as a community, then you can't help them, mm-hmm. which means they can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why you, people have to vote and vote for people who are going to win, which is, right. you know, it's kind of crazy because this whole time, you know, I guess, I guess a lot of um, voter turnout came from, from brown people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously it was just like dire times, you know, like everyone needed to come out and vote for this candidate because it was just, it was time for that. And it's crazy how like our whole lives we've been kind of in the media have been told like, you know, oh, the black people don't vote and this or this and that, like we're always under misrepresented, you know what I mean? And to see like how much power there was when everyone finally turned out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And to see like literally how that much was, power we had in this that was the difference yeah election. Difference. it was kind and, of uh, crazy biden biden made note of that mm-hmm. he, he made note sure. of that in his in his victory speech he was like yo bro, like you know what i'm saying he, he named all the other you know races all that he's like but listen black community y'all yeah. showed up i mean <laughs> y'all look had at, my back he pounded the damn uh, podium when he said I mean, that atlanta shit. philadelphia like bro. these are like detroit yo, yeah, son, detroit georgia bro yeah Old girl, she she was responsible for having eight hundred thousand people registered to yep. vote, bruh. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! You want to talk yeah. about? And that's something that you said to me uh, that you just said, Deuce. If you want change, you got to do it at the ground level, fam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This lady was beating her feet all through Georgia. Yeah, 
and got Atlanta to carry Georgia through and turn and flip it blue. Yeah, through Atlanta happen. alone, fam. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing, son, amazing, amazing. Shouts to the gays, man, in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> they, they came out. They 100. turned up. You know, it's funny, man. Because you think about it, like you know. And you know, I, I don't say this to be funny or even facetious, but we talk about the LGBT community in that area, and and I think this probably goes like unnoticed, but even Tyler Perry, dude, yeah, like this dude literally opened one of the biggest production studios mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people he probably employs? Yes, yeah. black people. Yes, people that probably moved there. I think he 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 employs like over a hundred thousand people or some shit like that. Right. I think my cousin you know worked in his movies. She moved out there and she yeah. she worked in one of his movies recently. Yeah, so I mean, think about that. Like, think about how many people have migrated there for the opportunities that you know he's created. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's enough, that's enough power to flip a county. Yeah, you know what I mean? People living in the surrounded areas. So, do you guys um? So after this, uh, do you think it'll be like back to status quo for our quote unquote white white allies? Um, because they don't have someone who's so egregious and so like just you know, spewing, like, hatred and, and, and this white supremacy rhetoric from the White House, mm-hmm. do you think people will still be very much for, like, the all, li- the Black Lives <laughs> Matter movement still, or is it back to, like, okay, we're good now, we don't really need to be... It can't be, brother. On the, on it the, on it the cannot be. Us. I mean, because a lot it of the protest be. wasn't, a lot of the protest wasn't, um, there were a lot of, like, uh, white people out in the protest, in the front lines of the protest, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They were happening for, around social justice. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously there were, there was just a lot of emotions behind that. You know, everyone was out there with their own agenda, so to speak, on their mind, whether you were just really upset at, like, the, the political climate of the country, you know, whether mm-hmm. you were really out there fighting for, for Black Lives Matter, whether you were out there because you were frustrated of just, like, the economic opportunities in the country. You know what I mean? Like, everyone was out there for a different reason. Mm-hmm. But now that we've kind of, like, reached this goal that we were all um, going after, do you think people are still going to be, like steadfast at what they're trying to do or listen man if there's one thing i know through experience is that like for some reason whenever a small win happens people forget like you know what i'm saying but in the same breath like this is the time now where you really got to put the gas down if you was really with the cause uh then you really got to be with the cause now because getting uh, uh biden harris elected wasn't the end game it was something along the way to the end game in my in my opinion right so um do i think that things will go back to status quo or regular for our white community or white supporters of black lives matter possibly the scary thing is like a lot of the power you can see there's a there's like a kind of like a shift in power in the country Mm -hmm. you know um and not just power in that sense, I guess even in like wealth and stuff, you know, like it's at the hands, wealth is, you know, attainable for pretty much almost anybody. Um, you know what I mean? Like and wealth has many definitions, you know, not, I'm not just talking about like monetary wealth. It could be whatever it is, you know, if you wanted to like have a side hustle and have more free time, like you could have an abundance of that. Um, Deuce, I saw you had like something you were going to say or something. You know, and I, I heard Van Jones make this point. And I agree with him 100%. He, he was, he was, I love his emotional speech, by the way. <laughs> right. And, and that is that regardless of what you think of Donald Trump, what he's done is open the door for the conversation of black people in this country 
getting their just due. So whether that's the funding that he's done, and granted, he, he's probably done a lot of this in, 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 in an effort to pander Facts. to the community. Facts. But it's, nonetheless, it's opened the door to the conversation. Um, whether it's the platinum plan that we spoke about a couple episodes ago, whether it's about the funding that he that he's done uh, for H uh, for HBCUs, which has been unprecedented, you can't deny or overlook the positive things that he's done for the black community. You know, mm-hmm. and again, what I think again is that the conversation. It's opened the door for the conversation. And I think that it, the onus really has to be put on the incoming administration. Um, prison reform, too, another one. Right. Big one, huge one. You know, to, to, k- to continue that and to expand upon that. Because, um, again, you know, it was, you know, black people who, who, who put Joe Biden uh, over the top. And I think that it, it, it's time for black people to get their just due. I mean, if you look at... And I don't want to go back, you know, historically too much, but, you know, black slaves in this country are the only group in the world who was never compensated for the work that they did as slaves. Everyone else, when they were freed, they were given something and we and we weren't, you know, our ancestors, you know, did not get that. You know, to this day, the United States still has a fund that they they provide you know five million dollars to Holocaust survivors. The Holocaust didn't even happen in America. You know that happened a hundred years ago, almost. You know, and you know still to this day, black people, blacks have not been compensated for their effort in building this country from the ground up. And you know it's it, it's time for you know politicians and the government to start looking at that and and, and giving them the just due, whether it be through reparations, um, which I think <laughs> it would be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I think that there needs to be more consideration. Um, and, and, and gratitude given uh, to the descendants of those ancestors. Well, do you think it will happen, though? Do you think that but this reparations? current... No, not the reparations in general. Not, not mm-hmm. saying anything specific, but, mm-hmm. like, seeing as how, you know, Trump has the door open, we now have a new administration. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this will continue? I think that was essentially what Naldo was asking, right? Like, I, th- I think it has to. I think it has to. On because, our end, I mean, if you, it has to be us who to continue it, though. Like the, the, uh, the black and brown community, you know what I mean? Right. Like, but, you know, uh, like you said On the ground, earlier, but we're talking about legis- legislatively. Legis- okay. Yeah, like because we do need right. support from them, right? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we can only do so much. You know, it's not our responsibility as the oppressed to fix the system. Like, we need the people in power who are in charge of the system to fix it? Can I just to listen? That's never in history happened before, though. Like it's usually the oppressed who has to fix the system. The oppressor has never, ever, ever fixed the system for the oppressed to be equal or even with them. It's always the oppressor has to be the one to fix it. It's a that's not even possible. It is it's not possible. It is possible. You have to break the system. The system is something that that's it's a machine that's been programmed to run and pr- and do what it's meant to do. Um, you can't change a system; you have to create new systems. So it's just yeah. But, I mean, I don't know how you do that without the assistance of you know people. I mean, it, whether that's putting people in place like a Kamala Harris, 
um, you know, to, to hopefully you know, be one of those people that assists in changing those things. Um, or even to Joe Biden. You know, I think Joe Biden is a, is a, is a decent man. You know, I think that he's a caring man. Um, one of the reasons why I voted for him, you know, the main reason why I voted for him, um, you know, beyond beyond politics, you know, you, you want to have people who represent you be, you know, high character people. And I, and I think that, you know, he is. But wouldn't you, you have said that, that, wouldn't you have said that of your, the previous presidents? I mean, did you think, so you voted Republican before. The only Republican president you could have voted was George W., right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he was like a decent person when you voted for him? Um, <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> I, and you might have been younger uh, and just more naive to the whole, you know, political party. Like it was years ago yeah. and more influential. No, nah, you already no, got I'll him in the this. corner, dog. Let him, let him. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'll say this. From what I know now of George Bush, I feel more that way about him now mm -hmm. as being more of a kinder, decent person than I did when I voted for him in 2004. Mm -hmm. And I, I voted for him in 2004 because I just didn't feel like John Kerry was a strong enough leader um, to see us through what we were going through. And I felt like it wasn't necessarily um, George Bush, but it was the team around him you know, that I, that I felt more confident in. I was not thinking you know, about that stuff at 19 years old. <laughs> the fact that you even remembered who his opponent was, I, I have yeah. to believe you. Yo, I you, you were invested. Like, Yo, who did I vote <laughs> for that year? It's like Al Gore? <laughs> I never voted for Al Gore. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Like, like Colin Powell, right? Colin Powell to Jamaicans is like I was that's Deuce's go to boy. He it is Colin, Colin Powell. Powell for Jamaican. Yeah, and that's one of the main reasons. Like I feel like my family, you know, had you know, conservative you know, Republican views is because of Colin Powell. Like he was the son of Jamaican immigrants, came here, uh, you know, bust his ass, became a, a general, uh, you know, served you know our country in, in multiple uh, capacities, and like Colin Powell was uh, my hero, which is essentially um, the American dream. Yeah. Right. You come here, you yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I mean, at least myself, I, 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 you know, was a Republican, uh, you know, growing up or even had those views. And granted, I wasn't super political, but at the same time, like I looked at somebody and saw myself in them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was who I wanted to be like. And even Colin Powell, listen, Colin Powell endorsed Joe Biden this year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He spoke mm -hmm. at the, uh, the Democratic National Convention. You know what I mean? So that just goes to show you. The, the type of character that he had um, or he has, you know. Um, but again, you know, people don't know, people don't look back at some of the good things that George Bush did. Like George Bush did, you know, more for the AIDS epidemic than any other president um, that we've had. You know, the things that he did in Africa um, and, and the aid and, and in the programs that, you know, people don't even hear or read or know about because, you know, they're just so focused on him being an idiot. And granted, I mean, I, I don't think he was, you know, the smartest guy, but I think that he did surround himself with smart people. Condoleezza Rice is a genius. Um, but he Dick killed Cheney a lot of ran people the too, country though. around that time. Yeah, he did. Oh, oh, so did Obama. Dick Cheney was you know the mean? guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Obama too. They killed a lot of people. Yeah. Trump, I feel like, so, did not kill a lot of people. <laughs> so, we, I don't, like, we never heard of the Trump column. We never heard of war. I mean, that's, that's one thing, you know, like, it's, it's uh, about, like, 
your values and it was a candidate. It was um, a couple close calls though, sir. Because for a minute there with that North Korea situation, I was like, Ugh. was it or were they the ones? Was the media just the ones amping it up? It, it might have been, yo. But I was just like, yo, man, this is really not the time, yo. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like to touch on what you said um, before, Deuce, um, like Colin Powell being that um, that figure for for you, right? I feel like this whole thing with, with uh, Kamala Harris, man, is just so big for our little brown girls, bro. Dude. Bro. Dude. Like, you want to talk about busting the door <clears throat> down for these little girls, bro? Like, I'm, Listen, I'm, I, it, it, like, if anything brought me, like, brought any emotion out of me, man, it was that, bro. Like, dog, incredible. I, listen, from, from the time they announced that Friday, on Friday, that Pennsylvania had flipped. Mm-hmm. To Kamala Harris's speech on Saturday night, bro, I must have bawled like six times. <laughs> the boo like right? <laughs> like yo, yeah. I cried, I cried tears, yeah, tears, man, yeah. because you know it, it's it's just to know that my daughter is going to grow up in a world and not even realize that a Donald Trump was president. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not even having to experience that, not having to go through that and deal with the anxieties of the things happening in the world and society um, with all these nuts walking around. Um, You know, the fact that I can look at the American flag and it not invoke anxiety in me that, you know, people driving around with pickup trucks and American flags. Like I looked at that flag for the last four years and immediately thought, foe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, why don't you think of that thought, anymore? But you've looked, you've thought about it like that before the last four years. Oh yes, absolutely. Right? Just but growing now, up. Now, now, yeah. But now, in, in that scenario, yes, I still see it that way. Mm-hmm. But when it's on someone's house, you know, when it's on somebody's lapel pin, right? You know, when you see it in other places, you know, it's almost like that was gone immediately. You know what I mean? Whether or not that's reality is a different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that feeling of knowing that. Now, even when the, you know they were on stage and there were American flags all behind them, you know what I mean. I'm I'm looking at the flags in the background, dude, and I am crying, bro. I'm crying because I had not had, mm-hmm. I have not been able to look at those flags, and 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 or that flag and not feel anxiety and anxiousness and fear and discomfort. And the fact that I was looking at that flag and it was that those feelings weren't there was like a completely, it, it was it was almost foreign. You know, I guess another thing is we're probably so used to seeing the Blue Lives Matter flag being waved everywhere with Trump. <laughs> you know, to, just to see the, the colors of the American flag was probably like, like the regular flag, right? <laughs> like, you know, somebody, with one thing, Deuce, man, like I feel exactly what, you, what you're feeling, but I think for me it was more or less like the flag represented like who was leading the country and how much he really had, like, he really didn't have us in his in, in his interest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, not just saying that the flag didn't always make me feel like, you know what I'm saying, like, I was an outsider because, like, you know, a black butt. Um, like you said, like, when it came to the changeover as far as administration, like, I, I feel a little bit better about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel a lot better about the flag. And, and what it represents because like for the last mm-hmm. four years it, it to me it felt like it represented not me at all whereas like maybe it might not in some people's eyes right now but now I feel I can identify a little bit better that's crazy right yeah 
That's crazy. Mm, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you think of something that's supposed to be a symbol of, of unity and a symbol of, you know, something that represents us all. Um, and, and the fact that it's been taken or it was taken and, um, you know, essentially the, the, the whole definition and representation and connotation, those things all changed um, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And, you know... It, I, I thought it would never be the same, but it, it was just crazy how, like, in an instance, all of that, the feeling went away. Whether or not, again, whether or not it's reality, it's a different thing, but the feeling went away, and I could look at the flag again, and, and, and you know, I, I didn't feel I didn't feel that way anymore, at least in that moment. Well, can't wait till Biden puts up Obama's picture so it could be a black man on the wall. <laughs> yes, yes, and, yes. And I really, really, truly hope Donald Trump locks himself in the bedroom, and they gotta knock it down and kick Bro. him out. Like Jazzy Jeff. I want, I want it to be so <laughs> egregious like on, on the White House lawn. Like, yeah. I hope just, so, just because it's just gonna be something else to laugh at. Like, I, I hope this man <laughs> is some is somehow like he remains and like a part of entertainment in like America. Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. not true because he's gonna have some crazy followers. I actually don't. Mm-hmm. He's gonna Bro, be a, like because you know, all these like, people who George bought these, all these people who bought these like twelve by fifteen flags. Like, what are you going to do with that now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these banners. Like, what are you, you going to do with that now? Like, Yo, son. He's not going to run and win again. <laughs> the things that I've seen from after he lost, bro, from people uh, kneeling and praying outside the, 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 the counting offices, right? Like, he's lost already. Motherfuckers out there with their MAGA hats, with their hands up, praying for a, a turnover so, so. to a dude crying in his car with a bulletproof vest on that say, make America great on the front. I'm like, yo, just please stop the count. Like, just stop it. It's, it's scary though, because you know, um, because it's Chappelle touched on it. You know that it's gonna be a lot of mental distress happening for people, um, in these times, and these people are armed, and you yeah. know, he says now these people are not rooting for Trump no more, so they're gonna go back to doing these mass shootings and shit. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and not just people that, you know, are Trump followers, people that aren't used to not getting their way, bruh. Yeah. yeah. That's what You're he right. snapped. Mm-hmm. Privilege. You seen these folks that drove up from Virginia to PA? No. With guns, with, with guns loaded up in, 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 in their car, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and two of them people. was... Not even just intent. And they had, uh, I think, 400 uh, fake ballots in their car. Oh, I did hear about that. Talking about yeah, it, they yeah. had to do something about the election because, like, it was fraudulent and all this and that. And they were coming to Philly to go take care of business, and they got bumped because somebody dropped a tip. Son, yeah. it's going to be more and more and more of that, bro. Like, Stay more home. of that. Stay safe. I'm going to buy a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But before before we do end up wrapping it up, right? Son, uh-huh. at this point, at this stage in the game right now, like, we all hip hip parade. We all happy now. We all, you know, we, we got the guy that we wanted. Now it's time to call whole buddy accountable, man. Yep. Now it's time for to, sure. like, really, like, yo, son, like, you know, you, you the black people, we, we stepped out. We, sh- we showed out for you. You know, everybody had your back. You got the most votes of all time of any president. Like, you know what I'm saying? All well and good. 74 million. 74 million people are waiting for you to show up and it's another 70 million waiting for you to fuck up yeah. and it's accountability time fam and get involved i think little by little a little bit locally you know 
mean, I, I was I talking specifically about Biden. I mean, us, yeah, obviously we got to. No, no, I know. I can't hold. Media. I can't hold Biden accountable. <laughs> it's literally impossible. But I think, hey, man, you know what? Speak, speaking of getting involved, man, um, I don't even know if he listens to this shit, but shouts for Kevin Martin, man, um, you know, homeboy from high school uh, who ran for uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I saw that committee seat in the Highlands, uh, New Jersey Highlands, and, and he won. You know, just two years ago, he was actually racially profiled here in Maplewood, you know, sitting outside in his car, you know, waiting for a friend. A business owner calls the police saying there's a... a Suspicious black guy, six foot eight, <laughs> you know, sitting in his car by his business. Well, please come, you know. You can't be six foot correct. eight and suspicious, though. Yeah. But the thing there's, is, like, there's nothing inconspicuous about six eight. Yeah, like, <laughs> nothing at all. Like, if you're doing it, you're doing it. Like, you can tell I'm doing this. There's no suspicion. Yeah, there's no suspicion. <laughs> and, and you talk about a high school, like, sports star, like somebody from the town, you know, played basketball here. People know. I mean, it's hard to not know Kevin. You know, either way, right. he, he he ran he ran for elected position, elected office. He won. That's right. Um, so you know, don't, you know, those type of things we need to do, man. That's right. I, I applied for a position with the town and got denied. They probably listened to the podcast. <laughs> um, Sorry, try again, man. Don't give up. It's all good. I'll die. Start canvassing. I'll die. That's it. Uh, let us man. know if you need but us. Yeah. If you need us to help you. Shout out to all um, the grassroots folks, man. Like the, yeah. like the, like the. Maybe Kevin I work for Martin. mayors. Or the or the or the what's it, what, <laughs> our sister Miss Yuri. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I, I talked I talk to Keisha the other day. Keisha um, Yuri, up there with the with the with, the with the Stacey Abrams of the world. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, man. The foot soldiers, man. That's what's getting it done, man. For real. Shout yeah, out man. to the worst sister in the world. Yeah, worst <laughs> sister in the world. Yeah, actually, you know, Galconda Temple. We're giving away a uh, hundred bikes. Facts. To the city of Newark next month. Uh, I invited her to come out. Yeah, I mean, granted, now we're in a COVID situation. I'd love to invite everybody out. Right, right. Come, <laughs> but I'm picking you know, choosing spots. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's oh, not a thing man. anymore. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's, it's that, that, you know, just get involved, man. Do something, right. you know, for your community. Um, you know, not everybody has to run for elected office, but there are little things you can do to make your, to make your community better, man. So, well, that's the podcast. Like, follow, subscribe. Wherever you get your podcast, read us, review us. Don't forget to all share. All that good stuff. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to share. Y'all haven't been sharing, yo. I need y'all to share. For real, man. Yo, man. Like, like and share the shit. <laughs> no, not you. Oh. I feel the like people. you're both The people. The 800 the people. people. See you guys next time. Please. Till the next episode. Till the next episode. <laughs>